Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Welcome, mamas, to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. So I hope you're really beginning to enjoy our time together and starting to feel a little more confident with where you're at in this segment of your life. And you're beginning to stretch yourself beyond your end zone, really coming to the end of yourself, meaning you're stepping out in faith and trying on who you're called to be. Even in the pain, there is purpose. Now, I know, I know this feels uncomfortable when you're doing something supernatural that certainly doesn't come to you naturally. So extend yourself some grace, girl. In time, it will become your new normal, and then you will learn to stretch yourself even further. So in speaking of stretching yourself further, let's talk about you. We are still in the month of February, and if you listened to last Monday's episode, you were told that I was going to pop the question. So hold up. If you haven't listened to that episode, you need to stop what you're doing right now and you need to go back or you're going to get lost in your tracks. Don't worry. We'll wait for you. We'll be right here for you when you get back. So to recap, we're going to touch on an area that we talked on in the episode called Being Salty, Not Sad. In that episode, we discuss how God designed women for a relationship with a man. Now that must mean that he has a plan, an intended strategy, if you will, or rather, his will here. So let's take a look as we read a verse that I'm sure you're familiar with. It's found in Genesis 2.18. And it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now, ladies, I am sure with your gal pals, just like mine, you have joked a time or two why it's not good for a man to be alone. (laughs) Many of times it's come on the heels of a hurt as you ranted about all the things that your Mr. Right did wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there, done that too. Oh, so many times. However, these days I'm thinking that the guys are kind of good with the thought of being alone if we aren't being who we're called to be. So sisters say, what? Yes, girl, I went there. I said that. Because listen, if we don't have our eyes on God, then we certainly don't have our eyes to see the man created in his image right in front of you, nor the gift he brings with him. Now listen, I am single like you and raising a young adult male. Now I'm going to say something here that might ruffle your feathers as they did mine, but we need to get them plucked so we don't fly over the cuckoo's nest again and again, okay? So listen, I hear it time and time again from males how females these days in dating are aggressive, controlling, manipulative, overthinking, pushy, provocative, and downright scary at times, to the point where males have built walls higher and more reinforced than Fort Knox, because they ain't letting a sister in. They are afraid of getting hurt. It doesn't feel good to be around us, and it certainly isn't helping them. They would rather be alone or with their friends than doing what God designed for them. This is from males of all different ages that I've heard this from. Now listen, I'm not going to say that that is you, but I didn't think it was me either until I started dating. Now I'm not going to own all the aforementioned adjectives, but I certainly can own a few of them. And it was hard to handle when I realized I was doing the same thing. 
Now this breaks my heart because this certainly wasn't God's plan. He created us as humans to be in a relationship and relating to each other. Now listen, I do understand the audience I am talking to. You are a solo mama for a reason, and that wasn't God's design either. But restoration and redemption is. To the solo mamas who are hurting as God called your man home, I am sorry you are here too. And I want to say to all of us, there is hope. Furthermore, as this audience is all single ladies, I can only speak to us and let God bring the man that needs to speak to that side of the fence to get their stuff straight too. So I'm going to pop the question. Are you ready, girls? I am down on one knee. Would you date you? Would you date you if you controlled the how, the when, and where you're going to meet up? What are you going to wear? Where are you going to go? What I already have planned to say and exactly how it's going to play out for the next three months. Then, in the next three months after that, you're already planning the wedding of your dreams. You already know what dress you're going to wear, where it's going to be, who your guests are going to be, and you're already standing at the altar. But wait a minute, where's your man? Well, he's at home with the only thing that's going to control him, and that's his remote. Would you date you if the man you were dating said, I'm sorry, I can't go out tonight. I have plans with friends. After you asked him out twice this week, already once for lunch and then dinner, and now you're going to tantalize him with a snack. And you, then of all things, Miss Thang, you come back with, you always have time for your friends and you never make time for me. What, like, am I not good enough? Why do you always choose them over me? Fine. There are other guys out there that would be grateful to spend time with me. Then you drive by his house to see if he's home. Would you date you if you got mad at your man for not responding to a text as soon as you hit the send button? And when he replied like two hours later, all he said was, okay. You in turn, because you expected a different outcome, are now going to bring the rain and the pain telling him how hurt you, how he hurt your feelings. How could you? You never see things my way and expect him to come back groveling on one bending knee? Seriously, does any of that sound familiar? That, my dear, is foolish female fear-based thinking and not women of worth wisdom. Listen, I want to keep it real here and I want us to forgive ourselves for we know not what we do. Have you ever listened to yourself at all that chatter that doesn't matter? I am tired just listening to the drama and the trauma in my head. So I'm going to share something with you that God revealed to me that I'm sure as solo mamas you do too. So as solo mamas, we're in survival mode 24-7, right? We are always looking to the future, always assessing the road ahead of us, looking for all the potholes that you and your family may fall in or detours that may be up ahead. Hey, when it's just you leading your family, you are always surveying the scenes to keep both you and your family safe. However, what I didn't realize until God shared with me was that that analytical overthinking mind was great in leading my household, but it was leading me astray when dating my male. I was so overanalyzing every text and verbal nonverbal cue that I wasn't even present when I was with him because I was already preparing my next thought to the question he never asked. Furthermore, I had so many walls up to protect me, I couldn't even get out of my own way to see the gift that was right in front of me. 
I obstructed my own view. Here are a few other things I want us to keep in our back pockets, especially as solo mamas, as we fulfill both the role of male and female as heads of our households. As such, we are used to controlling everything and everyone. So first off, God didn't create a father or a mother for Adam. He created for him a wife. So it is apparent that guys don't need us to parent them. God also didn't create a child for Adam. Again, he created for him a wife. So we don't need to baby them either. And lastly, God did create Eve from Adam's rib and not from his head. So we don't need to rule over them either. Let's go back to Genesis 2.18. It says, I will make him a helper fit for him. So ladies, 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 how must we act to attract the man God has designed for us? We must act as his helper, his colleague, collaborator, co-worker, and partner. So I think before we date, we have to learn how to maybe help ourselves first. We need to get still and spend time with our creator. He's the one that created you and created you to be a helper. So let's get to know ourselves, get to know our role, get to know all the wrong conversations, fear-based thinking that's going on in our heads, stopping the blame game that started way back in the Garden of Eden and make our responses our responsibility. If you have never read it, I would highly suggest getting the book DNA of Relationships by Dr. Gary Smalley and discover how you were designed for satisfying relationships. It is really what you want. So why waste any more time on anything less? Listen, what I like to say is that the only thing that settles in my house is dust. So why are we? So I'm going to close with this thought. So you have to really, really have to be something different to have a different relationship other than the ones we've been attracting or pursuing. You have to remember, and last week's episode, I called it right side up living. So we have to flip the script and live the right way, the way he intended. Now, this is not an easy process, and it can be downright painful as you let God prepare you in this process. I am not going to sugarcoat it, but remember, he is in the process. He will dig deep to get those bitter roots and untruths out. Why? They don't belong there, and he certainly didn't plant them. Today, get with God and ask him to help you to change yourself and not your guy. So girl, I'm going to ask you again. Would you date you? Tune in next week as we move into the month of March and a new series called Lose the Madness. Have a wonderful week, and remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.